Podcast. A podcast with coffee about dogs and cats. Are you ready, Kathy? <sighs> sure. This is such a delight. I'm really excited to have you on our podcast. We are podcast. privileged and honored to have our executive director, Kathy. <laughs> We've mentioned her a few times. Yeah, she's magical in all ways. So <laughs> Yeah, she doesn't drink coffee, which is like a mind-blowing mystery, but yeah. Yep, I'm anti-coffee. Episode 11. Welcome to Poppy Podcast. Thank you to everybody who participated in Bon Appetit this last week. We're really grateful, um, whether it be bidding, watching our live um, stream, sharing the posts, donating, donating silent auction items. All of the things have helped us immensely have this event be a huge success. So thank you, everybody. Yeah, and if you don't know what we're talking about, you should go jump on our Facebook page and watch it because it's recorded from October 17th. And if you've been listening to Grammy's voices but you want to see what we look like, go watch some of the videos. You'll see yes. us and all of our coworkers, like a lot of the people we've interviewed. Yeah. It's a virtual wonder. <laughs> it is yeah. a virtual wonder. And Kathy has a particularly fun little intro video that – Place, oh so gosh. You can go see it's Kathy. The no, it's the best. It. I'm going to put it on repeat. I forewarn everyone, don't do it. <laughs> don't watch that part. Just fly right by it. Don't. It's no, the it's best fabulous. part. You'll be missing Skip out. Skip right yep. through it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're super excited to have Kathy on our podcast to interview her and talk about lots of fun things. I gave her a few ideas, but I'll totally let you talk about what you want. We usually, with a guest, start with like, well, tell us about your time working at Helping Hands and Kathy... Aside from Margaret, who was, like, our first interview, probably oh, the person Margaret. who's worked here the longest and has, like, a long history of working at Helping Hands that she could talk about. Well, right now, I am the executive director. Woo! Woo! Hey! Um, I started here in December of 2002. Ooh. So, way back. Way back in the day. And the reason I, probably, I got started here was, you know, I was in college and my undergrad. kind of just started looking for a job. And this is when you had to look for jobs in the paper. Uh, oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So long ago. So I remember I was looking in the paper, and they were advertising for an adoption counselor. And I just went ahead, and I applied, and I somehow managed to land the job. Yes. I'm sure your interview was amazing, oh. fabulous, wonderful. Did you love animals before you applied for that job? Oh, yes, absolutely. Loved animals. Always been a cat person, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, my cat addiction has grown okay. since I've been here. Okay. I did always Same. love cats, but now it's on a questionable level of, like, <laughs> maybe it's going too far. But, yeah, I have a little obsession. Okay. A little obsession with kitties. Love the dogs. Just as much, just not yeah. as obsessed. You yeah. know, the dogs have tons of fans. Most volunteers come in wanting True. to walk the dogs. You know, I like to represent for the cat. They need a little love. So, so yeah, I started way back in 2002, and I have since held a number of different positions in the shelter. Emmy, you were asking me what How many and, and what I, the like, titles were. I know. I, like, had to go back and write them down. I wish I had my resume or something here with me. So, I tried to write them down. Okay. I think I'm missing one or two, but not sure. So, here we go. Yes. Ready. So, um, just don't ask me length of time in each okay. position because That's I fine. cannot remember. <laughs> um, so started as adoption counselor. Then I became an office clerk, Ooh. which was just like checking out the people when they did their stuff and filing. Became administrative assistant after that. Then I was a special events coordinator. Then I was the director of business affairs. Okay. Then I became director of business affairs and adoption services. Ooh. Ooh. Went from, like, right. counselor to 
the yeah. top of adoptions. Yeah. Um, so after that, then I became the director of administration. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I became executive director. So that's a lot. That, yeah, like I said, I think Wild I might be ride. missing at least, I think I'm missing at least one job title. Uh-huh. You know, they all kind of just. You're now like Meryl Streep in Devil Wears Prada. Like you've reached the top of the top. Yeah. I know. And you, you know, know everything. There's nowhere else to go but down. <laughs> <laughs> As you're naming all those off, I, I don't know about you, Amy, but I was like feeling this great sense of reassurance that every job in this building she has done. Yeah. You know, I mean, as a leader, I think that's just so cool that she has done all of our jobs before mm-hmm. this point. So when we're like, Kathy, I don't know what to do. She's like, cool, been there, done that. Yeah. She's like, ooh, in 2003, yeah. we did this. Yeah. So, so do it again. Yeah. Which is very, very cool. And I think makes, um, so that she really understands all of our jobs which is cool yeah. yes and has like that that organization history in her mind like knows mm-hmm. a lot about what's been going on at Helping Hands since 2002 which is helpful in the lead yeah if I remember but <laughs> yeah it's been a lot honestly it's a lot of fun working here it is a good time um the organization obviously does great things it's been very supportive of me obviously I've been around here for a while and, it, you know, it was great, flexible when I was going through college, through my undergrad, and then graduate, you know. And so, yeah, it's it's awesome working here. Yeah, so, it is. It is so awesome. Think so. Amy and I are both grinning because we both like to come in on our days off just to <laughs> check how things are just, going. Just because we miss it. Hi, everybody. We miss you. That's all right. We just want to see the animals again. Uh, so we mentioned dogs, cats, your own pets, your own obsession. Would you tell us? about your pets at home oh my gosh I have five pets right now all of them are from here shimmy is the dog mm-hmm. border collie mix got her when she was a puppy it's been around here a while if you watch our facebook and social media oftentimes you'll see shimmy she helps in our dog training our public training classes mm-hmm. she's supposed to be the example of what your dog should be <laughs> now there are times when she is not <laughs> the example of what your dog should be but so Shimmy's around. The other four pets I have are all cats. Yes. Woo-woo. Oldest one is Fudd. I don't remember how old he is, although I look it up all the time. I think he's about 12. Next comes my beloved Ernie. I know we shouldn't have favorites. He's my favorite. <laughs> That's okay. Um, he's a special needs cat. So he, he is a special needs favorite. cat. He's the one with the split nose. Yeah. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. He's so cute. Yeah. He's Those the best thing ever. He's such a mama's boy. Oh, my gosh. Just makes me want to do Cuddling. And then following that is Glitch, and she has cerebellar hypoplasia. Mm-hmm. And so her cerebellum didn't develop that well. So she has issues with her balance, and so she falls over all the time. She's and so cute. Yeah, she has a, a bit of a gait to her walk, so she can't walk well. She, she can't run that well. She's a little bouncy, but... I just love her. She's the best thing. And ever. you fostered her in your office for a while before oh, officially yeah. adopting her. So all she of us was. got to enjoy. She's really yeah, sweet. Yeah, you guys listening out there, if you need to, you can go back on Facebook mm-hmm. and her history and you can see videos of her. But she's a deer. She's adapted well. She actually gets along quite well. She's just great addition. And then the last one is Fury, who is just an absolute delight. <laughs> if you could see Kathy's face right now as she said that. It's no, good. I, you know, I love them all. She is very different from all of my other pets. Uh-huh. She's she's a little... Feisty. Yeah, feisty. She is at a level 10 all day long. There's no dialing back to zero. How old is she now? She's probably, she's going to be probably pushing too here in a little bit. Wow. But yeah, there's... She's just picked a good name for her. Yep. That She's just excitement 24-7. 
Okay. You know, I appreciate that Kathy has a little bit of a wild child because yep. I did not know that my child was going to turn out so wild. <laughs> I know we've talked a little bit about Taffy on the podcast. <laughs> and I come to Kathy almost daily being like, what do I do with this new thing she started doing? Mm-hmm. Kathy's like, well, theory at home is yeah. a similar thing. <laughs> so I'm glad that she has a crazy cat too so I can go ask for help. Yeah. <laughs> is that a youngest child thing? They're like, Ooh. parents don't care. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> well, and to be fair, I kind of knew what I was getting into because when I was looking to adopt another cat because our poor beloved pup-pup had passed away from her heart condition, mm-hmm. I knew I was wanting a cat that had a really outgoing personality. And so I spent so many years doing cat behavior assessments. I kind of knew exactly what I was looking mm-hmm. for. And so I kind of didn't know what I was getting myself into. Maybe not the level. Yeah, I thought and the normally length of cats time. after her while will <laughs> dial it down, you know. And, but, I mean, good for her. She can she can run amok all day long. I wish I had that amount of energy. <laughs> Seriously. So. Were you trying to get an outgoing cat for Glitch to have a friend or just to have – just to amp up the energy in your household? No, I did Jimmy. not want to amp up the energy <laughs> by any means. But I needed a real outgoing cat um, because Glitch does need a friend who is willing to play with her. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, for Travis, my other half, <laughs> and none of my animals are particularly fond of me. Oh, <laughs> but I knew it. they're all mama's girls. They, yeah. yeah. And yeah. boys. And yeah. boys. <laughs> so I knew I needed to find a cat that was really outgoing, that wasn't really scared of much, mm-hmm. and that wanted to play a lot. Because I knew that type of personality would be more willing to attach to him rather than me. So, yeah, the choice was made so that I could find a pet for Travis that would tolerate him. That reflected Travis's personality more. That's really sweet, Mm -hmm. adopting a pet. That you know would like your fiance because all the pets are so obsessed with you. Oh, That's really I know. Nice. I, had, I had to make a sacrifice <laughs> yeah. because you know, you know how I want all the animals to be attached to yeah. me. Only. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we experience this at work too with, with our Kathy office kittens. Like many yes. of our many of our office kittens leave us to go join. Which the Kathy, Kathy cult. has rejected my two from being part of her cult because they have really bad lava diarrhea. Yeah, right that's now. the key. They just yeah. have to have diarrhea. Yeah, they have the <laughs> diarrhea. It's fine. They won't attach to cats. <laughs> they're dying to come down, obviously. But yeah, that's. That's a lot. <laughs> but they're on their meds. They'll get better. They will and be then better. they will be down in kitty club. Ooh, and then do you want to take a moment and tell us about your sanctuary office cats? They're like oh. your, your, your cats at work. Yeah. My office cats at work. Okay. Right now, there's three in my office. Mm-hmm. At one point during 2020, <laughs> I had more cats in my office than we did in our cat colonies. <laughs> I was like cat colony three, not to be fair. I do, um, I do take on the more behaviorally challenged cats because those are the kind of cats that I like to, to work with and see if I can adjust that behavior and make them more adoptable. So to be fair, there were a couple in there specifically for behavior problems, which have since left and been adopted. Yes. Nice work, Kathy. Yep. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now there's three in the office. There's Bunny who's been in our offices for a very long time. She's the sweetest thing you'll ever meet. Mm-hmm. Um, she can convert people who are afraid of cats into loving cats. She has done that. Yeah. And we have a volunteer who will test to it. Mm-hmm. And we have we have Sharpie. Sharpie. <laughs> Sharpie. Kind that he is. And you guys, if you go on Facebook or social media, you can find pictures of the beast. I'm going to have to post him like with yeah, this episode yeah. probably. 
Yep, so Sharpie has recently been described as a Build-A-Bear that's been overstuffed. That's, yep. My poor beloved Sharpie. Oh. So, Shar to be fair, Sharpie is missing bones in his front arms, so he physically cannot move as well as all the other kitties, and he was an outdoor cat mm -hmm. before he came here, and he's really taken advantage of life. On the inside. <laughs> he likes He it. loves his shelter living. And from that, he's gained a bit of weight. <laughs> and I do have him on exercise program every afternoon before I leave. And he really, really likes his exercise program. He's just real limited in his ability to move. Uh-huh. And he but loves to eat. Man, loves he loves to eat. He likes to lay out on a chase lounge and have people, yeah. like, hand him nachos and, like, you know. He's like, like yeah. yeah. Cats can't eat grapes, but if yeah. they could, he would yeah, get totally grapes. Every day is a vacation for him. Yeah. I mean, he loves every second of being in here. He's yeah. probably like one of the few animals. He's like, yes, the shelter. shelter. Where I want to be. I recommend shelter life. That's Sharpie. <laughs> so anyways, he's he's a sight to behold. Mm -hmm. I do encourage everybody to, again, check him out on our, on any of our social media. And then last is Twist. Twist came to me almost a year ago. She oh. came in as a little eight-week-old kitten, you guys, and now she's, like, full-grown. Mm -hmm. But I took her because our vet clinic um, noticed she had some behavioral problems that were resulting in her pulling out all of her fur. Mm -hmm. And so she was a little she was a little naked eight-week-old kitten. Yeah. And so I took her to work on that anxiety she was having, and she uh, – Grew back all her hair. She's not naked anymore. That's true. Mm -hmm. um, she's, she's a little nudist. Yeah, true. no, she's, she's a big girl now. And yep. she, what breed? She's she's either a Himalayan or a Siamese. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. She's terrified of everybody but me and our accountant. She loves him. So Don't cool. know why. Oh no and that's a more recent out. development that she yeah. suddenly decided she likes Dawn. She's yeah. Cats cats can be a little weird. You know. Mm -hmm. Normally, I say they're not that complicated. I can pretty much figure them all out, but I cannot figure out why if he walks in the room, she just sprints up to him. Yeah. That's really cute. And he can her. You guys, she hears you guys coming. She's she like, turns nope. around and she's out. In fairness, we're a lot louder than Dawn. True, Dawn's like a quiet. I, yeah, I deduce it's probably that. And he's good with cats. Like, most of the cats always like to go take a break in Dawn's office they and do. get a massage because he'll He does them. do the morning massages. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I was like, well, Bunny got her Dawn. massage and when we had Polly, he'd be like, well, it's time for Polly's massage, yeah. meaning they lay in his lap and he pets them while he enters numbers. Yeah. He's our accountant slash cat masseuse. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that's probably why she likes him. Yeah. Most cats do like Dawn. That's mm -hmm. true. So those are the office cats. Okay. We love, we love all of them. How exciting. We love Bunny, too. Bunny's a really good nanny. When we have kittens, she comes down. And yeah. She, she likes the young them. ones, the young little babies. And she also really clean. likes the sick ones. Remember yeah. Remember how much she cleaned Waluigi and loved him and took yeah. care of him? Just any mm -hmm. that are too, like, playful and just want to wrestle. Or she's like, no thanks, but if they need help and they need love, she's really good at mm -hmm. giving all of that. She's good at teaching manners and mm -hmm. letting them know. She loves dogs. Bunny's just amazing. Any particular, like, job duty that was your favorite? Um, I really, and I appreciate it even more now, all that time to be able to actually, like, you know, handle the Do animals. Do the feline instead. assessment. Yeah, I love stuff. doing, like, the felinalities mm -hmm. and, you know, getting the cats in their spaces and taking the dogs out. And, you know, at the time it was fun, but I have a different appreciation for it now because yeah. it's way more exciting than, like, working on budgets. Right, <laughs> you right, know? right. Crunching numbers and doing payroll and stuff like that. Sure. And so, if I'm sitting in my job now, the things I miss about my other jobs are 
all the hands-on minimal stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, so Emmy and I have talked about this on the podcast. We talked about this a couple episodes ago about how we sometimes feel like in our admin offices that we're kind of removed, I guess, from some of the animal handling. I mean, we don't always know what animals there are. And so we really appreciate getting to foster animals in our office mm-hmm. because we're like, well, at least if I'm having to do, you know, a whole bunch of computer-related activities, you have like a kitten in your lap while you're doing yep. it. And it makes it like, okay, this is why we're doing it. We're not totally removed from it. Do you, if you like, could change your job title to to anything that you wanted to instead of executive director, what would it be? That's a good question, Emmy. Mm-hmm. Head cat honcho. Head cat honcho. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but I tell you, my dream job around here would would be the cat care coordinator. Mm, for I, know. I know. I would love every second of that. New position that we made that was very essential, and we have interviewed Kerrigan. Yeah, I was Actually, say, Kerrigan she's been on the dream job three episodes because we talked to her for so long. We split it into three episodes. Oh, so, and she—that's her. her dream job too. So she's mm-hmm. you know oh, definitely she, like, appreciates loves it. Cats. Like, we may have to fight. <laughs> Kathy, I want to know about yes. the haunting of oh yeah Animal Shelter Hill. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we're Inching closer to Halloween. Yes. Um, Nothing too exciting on the whole haunting thing. But in our old shelter up in North Topeka, there we did we had two. What do you want? Just ghosts Ghosts. Mm -hmm. that were haunting the shelter. Um, And you know what? We actually had Kansas Paranormal Research Society come out and verify this information, at least from you know their their measures and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But one, the most prominent ghost that we had is named Georgia. And I think from our understanding, because we did go back and look this up. Mm-hmm. So she used to live on the property. And I can't remember that if she passed away on the property. I think she did. But she's buried. There is a cemetery back a, a bit from the shelter. And she she's buried in it. I think um, her daughter found the records. Can't quite recall. So don't quote me on any of this. Mm-hmm. Give not, you know, fake news. But... So she would haunt the shelter, and we would, um, what she would do, nothing freaky or scary, but she, her thing was she would say your name, and she would say it clear as day, and what we would do is we would, when we hire new employees, we never, ever told them about it, and so we would just wait mm-hmm. till they came and said something, and they always would. Everybody would be like, hey, I was back in, you know the cat area and somebody was calling my name when it wasn't any of us obviously yeah they were back there by themselves or what have you and so then we'd have to explain the ghost situation That's and crazy. it did happen to me i think like the maybe the third week after i started working there i was back looking at the little puppies mm-hmm. and someone just clear as day day was calling my name i'm like looking around who's calling my name no one's there mm-hmm. go back up front and I'm like we're well, one of you guys calling my name and of course then everybody starts laughing they're like no it's Georgia so so Georgia was yeah. our friend we hoped uh, you know she like I said never did anything how would she say it would she say like Kathy <laughs> it sounds Kathy. good it just sounded like someone who would have been like no. Kathy. Like, yeah, it was normal. just like, yeah, it was just Interesting. normal. But it was really clear. Yeah. Yeah, it was like clear as day. See, I don't remember this, but I am absent-minded enough that I, it could have happened, and I was just like, oh, must have been someone, must have been my coworker. And Emmy was like, <laughs> never asked. Out. Yeah, I never I'll asked anyone later. about it, and then I forgot that it happened. So yeah. that's probably what happened to me. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. And then the other one, um, 
the other ghost, I guess if you want to say, like never did anything. It's just something Kansas Paranormal Research Society said. And someone had actually, uh, I can't remember, customer or employee had also said something in regards to this. But there was a young man who unfortunately was killed on the road right out front of the shelter. Mm -hmm. And they said his spirit was within the shelter. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know his name or anything like that. But there were a couple of different people that, like, I guess felt the spirit and stuff. But, again, he wasn't doing any hauntings or anything. But right. super interesting yet still. Yeah. And so you worked at the old building for about 10 or 11 years because 2002 mm -hmm. to we moved into our new building January of 2013. Mm -hmm. So anything else? creepy happen or just everyone heard their name called once and that was yeah like it that. was pretty much just everyone heard their name called uh -huh. obviously animals react to things so there would be times when maybe sometimes the animal's behavior was like super questionable because mm -hmm. um our kennels were built in just straight long wings with animals on each side of a of a sidewalk that you walk down and so it'd be super interesting they're all barking at you while you're walking down all of them suddenly stop and turn one direction and stare oh. at something blank. Uh -huh. So, uh -huh. you know, you got to think something, something was happening. Yeah. yeah. Now, I will tell you, we did have high hopes that once we moved from the old shelter to the new shelter, that Georgia would come with us. Yeah. She did not. Oh. Haven't had one staff member since we've been here say, I heard somebody calling my name. Was it you guys? So, yeah, rats. That didn't happen. Drat. All right, so we try to do a myth bust every episode. Mm -hmm. You already mentioned Halloween is crawling closer, and typically this yep. time of year we get a lot of concerned animal lovers who are concerned about pets in general, but usually more specifically like black cats getting adopted out around Halloween time. So that's something, gosh, ever since I started working at a shelter, we've commonly heard that people with bad intentions will come during Halloween and want to adopt a black cat. So, solely from my experience, I have never once seen that happen. Mm -hmm. I've never even once heard anything regarding some, anybody with malice behavior doing that via, like, the news or anything like that. I think it's just kind of... I, I don't want to say it's like it's like a myth, because I'm sure at some point some, well, somebody did something. Well, I was going to say, we, have, we but, haven't gotten animals in not... Not usually like right around Halloween, but just different times of year that have unfortunately had something not very nice happen to them. Some yeah. covered in paint or whatever. So, I mean, it's not that it doesn't happen, but it's mm -hmm. not going to typically in our experience be people coming to us to try to adopt an animal to do yeah, something Yeah, to do like something that. like that. Yeah, typically people are very unwilling or to, to fork over money to get an animal to do something very poor and they're also generally if people have poor intentions they're not going to go to an animal shelter mm -hmm. to find that animal because obviously most animal shelters like ourselves have kind of a, a, a screening process we get a feel for the people and generally with people um, aren't the best people you'll figure it out really really quickly um, so yeah if from my experience, at least, if people want to do something unfortunate, they're not going to go to an animal shelter to do that. Have you also n noticed, is it also a myth that, like, shortly after Halloween, we would get animals admitted that are in conditions that would have potentially had some type of abuse happen related? We just haven't been, we, have, we don't typically see that. Is that also? There, I, I've never seen any correlation between um, Halloween 
and getting in any animals with uh, injuries that aren't normal. I mean, we get in animals, of course, we do every day that have been hit by cars and stuff. But if you want to talk more along a line of maybe, uh, I hate to say it, but like a torturous type of behavior was inflicted on an animal, no, I haven't, I've never seen anything regarding that behavior and Halloween. It's not like the July 4th when suddenly the fireworks start Mm -hmm. and we get a huge influx of animals. Obviously, there's probably a direct correlation between those two, but I have never seen a correlation with Halloween in regards to anything about animals. Mm -hmm. You know, I got my black cat on Halloween. Oh, I really yeah, thought it was good luck to yeah. get a black cat. And I would say that we do have a lot of people around this time of year that are like, love Halloween. They love black yeah. cats. They think it's a perfect, you know. Well, and honestly, black cats have really great temperaments and personalities. I've heard that too. Yes, they really do. They're the one, at least from my cat experience, mm-hmm. they're more likely to be have more of a relaxed personality. They're less likely to fight with other animals they're more likely to get along in a shorter period of time mm-hmm. i mean they're just basically a black cat's a cool cat it's a cool cat yeah kathy do you think do you think that tuxedo cats are naturally very very outgoing because i have yet to meet a tuxedo <laughs> cat that's really shy maybe i'm thinking of taffy and sharpie those are like the yeah. two tuxedos i know and have the same yeah. personality <laughs> yeah i mean i would so on cool cat level i would definitely put a solid black cat and a black tan tiger. Yeah. Mm. Those two um, are cats that I feel like have best temperaments and personality. And, of course, I'm generalizing from my experience of all, all yeah. the cats that I've interacted with. Um, and then on the other end of the spectrum, the more yeah. the pickier type of kitties <laughs> yeah. are going to be your tortoise shell cats, your calico cats, mm-hmm. and your Siamese cats. Mm-hmm. And so your your tuxedo cat is going to probably f- fall more towards the cool cat section, the more relaxed, chill cats. Cool cat section. Yeah. Where, do you, where do the smooshy face Persians go? Smooshy face Persians, for me, are going to fall towards the other end of the spectrum with your Siameses. Now, I I would say that they're pretty relaxed, chill cats, but they're just kind of like, they're very choosy. On their person. Yeah. Now, I will say they are more like a cool cat where they're more willing to accept another cat. But they just have a they just have a different type of personality. Sometimes you get them and they're just kind of like, blah. I was going <laughs> to say, you know, like, they're on the like, zero to 100 scale, and they're closer to the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Not a lot um, I don't want – they don't have a – I would never classify them as having a feisty personality, but they do not generally have an outgoing personality. Mm-hmm. Although, once in a while, you'll get one that's pretty spicy, <laughs> which is always fun to see for a Persian, because other than that, they're pretty much just kind of – The bulldogs of the cat. Yeah, basically. Bulldogs. Yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty chill. Yeah. So – what about okay now I'm like just what about what about this orange cat? cats are they in the middle yeah what about I was thinking orange cats are a good one but I was also thinking about white or white combo cats because you know I have a white like and like blue mar- marbly cat at home mm-hmm. yep. um, and he's super outgoing he's- well listen so back in the day I will tell you there are two things different now than there were like when I started okay. in regarding cats yeah. and it's super interesting the first one is like during this time of year. 
for the next maybe six months, you cannot find a kitten to save yourself in a shelter. Like right now, we used to have to like put padlocks on the kennel doors of kittens because people would come in and steal them, and we had someone do it one day. And yeah, we got the police involved, whole fiasco. We got the kitten back though. But now we have kittens just like all the time. Interesting. Yeah, so that's changed. The other thing is, ooh, the white cat, pure white cat, you can never find. My gosh. And we got one in way back in the day. We got one in Little Kitten and Pure White. And there was just a fight over it. It was just a madhouse of ladies wanting this pure white cat. And now nobody wants to adopt a kid. Poor kid. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Now we now it's pretty common to see pure white cats and yeah. kittens come in here. Yeah. And it's, it surprises me because sometimes it'll take a few days before they get adopted. Mm-hmm. Like, poor old boy, like he's been here. in 2002. Oh, yeah. Well, he's been here because he smells. So it's, he is all white. That's about how he looks. But he's about how he smells. Also yeah. smelly. Yeah. So. Yeah. He's trying to get his act together, guys. He is. He is. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so, anyways, but I forgot our original question. <laughs> I got sidetracked by I know, cat the, Oh, with just cat personality. Yeah, I asked about orange cats. She oh. asked about blue and white. I think orange ones are pretty social. You think they're pretty cool cats? Yeah, orange no, ones, but, but they can be a bit bossy. A lot of people say that male cats are more snuggly and chill. Do you think that's true, Kathy, that male cats tend to be more snuggly and social with humans and female cats tend to be a little bit more standoffish? Uh, No. I don't think, I think it boils down to personality mm-hmm. of the animal and how well it's been socialized yeah, with yeah. people. Because right. again, you can get a really outgoing, like I said, the outgoingness can kind of put the snuggliness to the side. If yeah. a cat's super outgoing, it's like wants to play all the time. It doesn't have time to calm down and, yeah. and you know, want to be, want to be snuggly. Yeah. But like my boy cats. Um, at home, they're now calmer, and so they want to cuddle all the time, whereas when they were far younger, they didn't have time for any of that nonsense, you know? <laughs> My female cat's at home. I mean, look at Bun in the office. Know, she bun, just yeah. loves a cuddle. She loves a stranger. Mm-hmm. Loves to sit on a stranger's lap. So I think it's just more personality to see who's the most cuddliest, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Felineality. Yeah. It's all about the felineality of a cat. That's true. The time we had to evacuate the shelter up there. But that's At the old building? Yeah. Why? Um, so Soldier Creek, I think, was right behind there. Oh. And it yeah. filled up. It's like a floodplain. Every 50 years, it'll flood. And so it was, like, up there. And they told us we had to leave. So we packed up all the animals that were in there. In and what? The van? Yeah. And- well, we had a whole bunch of volunteers. It's one of those things where you just say, can you guys help? And they come. And so we had to pack them all up. And the Kmart across the the way because I think it was this time of year their garden center was empty they hadn't put out the Christmas stuff mm-hmm. so they let us go in there with all the animals and, who was and we were there for like two or three days oh I can't remember gosh. Wow. Yeah. but it did I not mean, actually flood the shelter I bet at the time though it was crazy like, oh yeah it was a madhouse did yeah. you as the employees coming each day and like take them out to potty and give them their food and water like what was that couple of days like or did you gosh. work during that time I, well yeah I worked during that time it's so Honestly, it's kind of vague. I just remember mm-hmm. us packing up the animals because we had to find crates for them all. Mm-hmm. And we had to reach out to the entire community to get enough crates. Yeah. A lot of the vet clinics stepped up and took some of the animals. Nice. Um, but we have more animals than vet clinics have space. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did end up getting a bunch of kennels from like PetSmart and Petco and just anybody else who had one to donate. 
we just took him not that far, obviously, right across the way to the Kmart Garden Center. I'll tell you, bummy, I got stuck unhooking all the computers and moving all the computer oh, equipment. The I know. So I got stuck with the kind of lame job. So then we just whenever set up all the animals, like the cats, you had to get their litter and stuff. They still had to, you know, do the daily routine, feeding, yeah. watering. And, of course, they're in smaller crates than their kennels were, so we had to clean them yeah. a little bit more often. And we also had um, staff and volunteers that stayed overnight during this time period. Because, like set up a little cot yeah. and sleep with them. Yeah, just they just hung out and would take the dogs out periodically throughout the night and stuff like that and so it was absolutely do a sleepover with the shelter animals like 10 out of 10 if we could like have a sleepover with some like set up some movies in here and like let the cats out in this room oh my gosh stay the night here do you talk about um kitty sleepovers that one is called when we put them in the socializing rooms overnight to give them extra space in the old building do you remember that yeah when I was in Adoption Council, I thought this was really cool and fun. There was a notebook that was like the kitty sleepover notebook, and whoever the longest-term cats were, mm-hmm. when we were about to leave for the night, we would go put them in our little socializing room so they got to, like, hang out. Like, you had to put their litter box in there. They yep. hang out and play and have extra space because we didn't have very much space. We didn't have cat colonies in the old building. So they would get to have their little kitty sleepover. Well, Kathy, I'm really glad you've done the podcast with us. Thanks for coming on our podcast. first of many executive well, director just... interviews. Well, I am just so glad that you guys had me come and not talk about executive director boring stuff. No, no. Nope. want to get fun and exciting. Yeah, I'd rather boring. totally talk about the animals. I hope you guys invite me back. For sure. Oh my gosh, Kathy, yes, you're coming the, back. We got to do a you. bird episode. Yep. Oh, my God. Well, I appreciate that. Thanks Good for joining job. us. Yay. We always end by saying we're all in this together. We are. For our listeners. All in this together. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We're all in this together. Yay! Yay! Cool. Kathy, what's your favorite song? We always sing something. So. Oh we do. We do always sing. You don't. Have and we to try to make it a like. cat parody as possible. I yeah, don't do. even know if I have a favorite song. Everything oh my god! Awesome. That was your yeah. favorite song. Walk around. Ever the since I yeah saw that Lego movie, I thought that was so funny. <laughs> Everything is possum. Yeah. Oh yeah. But okay, when I hear possum, I was thinking oh, like possum. like opossum, like the like oh, sleeping yeah. in the road possum. Yeah, things okay. cool when you're on the HHS team. That's right. Everything yeah. is awesome. When you're living your dream job of cat care coordinator. Yes. <laughs> and oh goodness, are they all from Helping Hands here? Yes. There's something going on. That's fun. <laughs> we had a lull. There's, oh, another, there's another one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, let's stop, let's stop lulling. (laughs) I'll get right to it real fast.